This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie and helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. The Trump administration cracks down on California anarchy. That's what we'll be discussing here on the show today. Good afternoon, everyone. You are listening to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network with your host, Walker Wildman. A lot of content here, most of which you will not hear anywhere else, especially on the mainstream networks in America. For more information about today's show, you can simply visit AFR.net. AFR.net, visit the podcast page there, Exposing Washington podcast page. Also... If you're tech-friendly and you know how to operate a smart device or a smartphone, then you can download the podcast on your device. You can download the podcast on your device. If you own an Apple device, you can visit the iTunes podcast store, and it's free. Download the Exposing Washington podcast, and you can do the same on any other smart mobile device. You can also follow me on Twitter at Walker Wildman, and lastly, then we will move on to the content of the show. Lastly, how to connect with the show. You can email exposingwashington at AFR.net, exposingwashington at AFR.net. I will repeat this information in the beginning of next segment. But uh, it is time to expose some good that is going on in Washington for the last few weeks, uh, last three or four weeks that I've been doing my show, relatively new show, I've been talking about a lot of negative news and negative things that are going on in Washington, D.C., but for a change, I'm going to expose some good things that are going on in Washington, D.C., and that is this. Attorney General Jeff Sessions files a lawsuit against California for their open border laws. The Department of Justice and Attorney General Jeff Sessions, they are suing California, the state of California, for their, quote, sanctuary city laws, the laws that protect and harbor illegal immigrants. This is excellent news. Uh, I know in weeks past I have criticized Attorney General Jeff Sessions, rightfully so, but this week I'm going to praise him because he is doing some good work. And so let's get in uh, to, to simplify this. The, the lawsuit is, is titled the United States versus California because that, that, that's, that's who are the plaintiffs and defendants in the lawsuit. USA versus California, that is happening. And it's uh, one that's not rare, I would say, but this is a very important case that the United States is suing California over. But to, to understand this, I need to explain what California laws are, what the California laws are, 
and what they mean and why the U.S., the United States federal government, takes issue with the California laws. Just to simplify it, you've been seeing the headlines over the past year or two about sanctuary cities, sanctuary states. To put it simply, these are cities and states which openly defy federal immigration laws, and they do everything in their power or outside of their power, as you'll learn in the rest of the show, to thwart federal immigration laws and our immigration uh, enforcement, uh, immigration law enforcement teams. Well, in California, California law, this is of as of the past six to 12 months, California law prohibits state or local law enforcement agencies from doing the following action or taking the following action. Detaining an individual on a hold request from, a, from the federal government unless there is a felony or a warrant. So th- what that means in layman terms, local law enforcement cannot, cannot notify or honor a hold request from our federal government, our federal law enforcement, unless there's a felony or a warrant. What's a hold request? That's simply where our federal law enforcement agencies notify or put in a database that a certain individual, a certain illegal immigrant, has a hold request. That means when the local law enforcement picks up this person on a crime, It'll send a notification. Their job is to notify federal law enforcement officials so they can uh, go apprehend the individual to face felony or, 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 or federal uh, punishment for their crimes. So that's important. The next thing that California law prohibits is transferring undocumented immigrants into federal custody. Transferring undocumented immigrants into federal custody. Once again, local law enforcement cannot cooperate with federal law enforcement. The last thing that, the last important noteworthy thing that California law does is it it makes it illegal for law enforcement to ask about a person's immigration status or share any of that information with federal immigration authorities. So it totally uh, handcuffs and ties the hands ties the hands of local law enforcement in California. That's why the Department of Justice, the U.S. Department of Justice, is taking issue, legal issue, with California law. Here's, I want to play clip one. This is Attorney General Jeff Sessions speaking in California about about the lawlessness of California laws. That's ironic, the lawlessness of California laws. And it really, really helps flesh this out. Let's listen. I understand that we have a wide variety of political opinions out there on immigration, but the law is in the books, and its purposes are clear and just. There is no nullification. There is no secession. Federal law is the supreme law of the land. I would invite any doubters to go to Gettysburg or to the tombstones of John C. Calhoun and Abraham Lincoln. This matter has been settled. A refusal to apprehend and deport those, especially the criminal element, effectively rejects all immigration law. 
It's a rejection of law. And it creates an open borders system. It's the only way it can be described. And open borders is a radical, irrational idea that cannot be accepted. The American people will not accept it. That's exactly right. That's Attorney General Jeff Sessions announcing a lawsuit against California regarding their, frankly, lawless laws, if there's such a thing. But the important thing here and the basis of the lawsuit, I believe, from uh, the United States standpoint, is the supremacy clause in the Constitution. In the U.S. Constitution, there is such thing as a supremacy clause, and it establishes that the federal Constitution and federal law generally take precedence over state laws and even state constitutions. It prohibits states from interfering with federal government's exercise with the federal government's exercise of its constitutional powers. Well, what constitutional power does the federal government have to regulate immigration? Every power. That's their job. That's one of the sole duties of the federal government is to regulate immigration. So my point being, states cannot unilaterally decide that they won't abide by and enforce federal law. This is what the Civil War was fought over. The Civil War was fought over whether states in the South, in the Confederacy, could ignore federal law on federal laws on slavery. That's what the that's what Attorney General Sessions just mentioned there. We cannot have a divided country when it comes to laws. States have to abide by federal laws. What sparked this lawsuit, you might ask? Well, many things have probably sparked this lawsuit, but something that probably sent it over the edge, so to speak, is this California mayor in Oakland. Oakland's mayor, two weeks ago, gave notice to residents that Immigration Customs and Enforcement were going to uh, conduct raids in her area, in her city around the Oakland area, the Bay Area. And so she sent out a tweet basically telling all the illegal immigrants in her city that the, the federal, federal law enforcement is coming to uh, arrest you, potentially arrest you. So she tipped off the criminals that our uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement agents were coming. Well, what, what, what result did this have? According to the Department of Justice, over 800 criminals, rapists, thugs, and felons fled Oakland because they knew the, the, federal, the feds were coming. She's obstructing justice. That People think President Trump obstructed justice. The California mayor obstructed justice. I would argue her actions illegal. You know what this is the equivalent of? If a, if a law enforcement official or a prosecutor goes to a judge to get a warrant, a search warrant, and the judge calls the criminal and says, hey, the prosecutor or law enforcement are on the way to your house. You can't do that. You cannot obstruct justice and interfere with our federal government enforcing their laws. But uh, Dianne Feinstein, Senator Dianne Feinstein and Senator Kamala Harris, from both from California, they wrote a letter to our Immigration and Customs Enforcement uh, div- Division or agency under the Department of Justice, or I believe they're under the Department of Homeland Security, and they are requesting 
that they be immediately briefed, this is quoting from their letter, they be immediately briefed on the troubling reports that ICE is targeting raids in California. Please ensure we are provided with a full accounting of how ICE raids are being prioritized and conducted, including all relevant documents, memorandums, and email exchanges regarding these raids in California. If I were the ICE director or the Homeland Security director, I would say no thank you. The reason? Because you're going to take our methods and the way we conduct these raids and you're probably going to leak them or notify the criminals so that they, that they can escape our, uh, our enforcement of the laws. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But Diane Feinstein of California and Kamala Harris going to bat for the criminals in Washington, D.C. We'll be back in a minute. Attention all Christians who would like to become more effective in presenting and defending their beliefs. This is Alex McFarland, and I urge you to attend the 2018 edition of Truth for a New Generation, the conference on apologetics, worldview, and evidence for the Christian faith. TNG is coming to Greensboro, North Carolina, March 23 and 24. Here, an amazing lineup, including Josh McDowell, apologist Jay Warner Wallace, Todd Starnes from Fox News, and much, much more. This is Abraham Hamilton III of the American Family Association. We're in a battle for the future of our nation, and I want to see you at Truth For A New Generation as we pray and get equipped to defend the faith, asking God to save our nation. Don't miss Truth For A New Generation, March 23 and 24, Greensboro, North Carolina. You may register at truthforanewgeneration.com. Presented in part by the American Family Association. You shall not murder. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. This is the sixth commandment of the Ten Commandments. You shall not murder. We are asking schools all over America to put this on their marquees, put this on their signs out in front of their school for one week to remind America's students that innocent life is precious. Help us spread the word about this campaign to your friends and family, please go to our website, afa.net, afa.net, and sign our open letter to America's schools. We need to proclaim this message, you shall not murder across the land. Why? Because gun control alone will not solve matters of the heart. We need our young people to understand that murder is a violation of God's law and also it's a violation of the laws all across this land. So help us go to afa.net and spread the word. Welcome back to Exposing Washington on American Family Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back to Exposing Washington this Saturday afternoon. we got a great show happening today. I'm telling you what is some encouraging news. You know, I know that the California, the utopia of California that decide that they don't have to live under the United States federal laws... <laughs> I know that's uh, frankly discouraging, frankly discouraging, or it could be encouraging that you don't live there. I feel bad for the few conservatives and Christians that do live there, but maybe they should move. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but some good news here. The Department of Justice, the U.S. Department of Justice is taking action against 
California's lawlessness and anarchy. That's exactly what it is. Lawlessness and anarchy, we cannot have it. And I want to commend the Attorney General, Jeff Sessions, for taking action on this lawlessness. To begin the segment here, I'm going to play clip two. This is a Fox News reporter, and forgive me because I do not remember her name, but this is a Fox News reporter doing a standard report uh, on what is going on in California, the DOJ's lawsuit against California, what it means. But I want you to listen carefully because listen for the words immigration proponents. Listen for the words immigration proponents. It comes towards the latter end of this clip. But listen for that, that, that phraseology, those words, and afterwards I will explain why that is important. Let's listen. The Justice Department is specifically targeting three California state laws enacted within the past year. One prohibits law enforcement from asking people about their immigration status and from participating in federal enforcement raids. Another gives state officials power over DHS detention facilities, and the third offers protection against workplace raids. This lawsuit marks an escalation in the ongoing feud between the Trump administration and immigration advocates. All right, all right, I was wrong. She said immigration advocates, not immigration proponents, but it basically means the same thing. So at the end she says, you know, this is, this is President Trump against immig- immigration advocates. Well, no, it's not. It's President Trump and basically all of America against lawless individuals, lawless individuals, illegal immigration advocates, I would say. So, but this is this is the misleadingness. This is the misleadingness of the mainstream media. I may have just made up a word, but it sounds good. The misleadingness of the mainstream media, because that would otherwise be a good report. The Fox News reporter, you know, gives a very detailed, accurate report of what's going on in California. But at the end, she says, "This is President Trump and the Department of Justice against immigration advocates." No, I'm an immig- immigration advocate. I love immigration. I love, I love, (laughs) I almost said I love illegal immigration. I love legal immigration. I love legal immigration. Which American doesn't love legal immigration? It's what makes this country great. People legally immigrate to the United States and they make, they make, make a better life for themselves. They get a job. They get an education. They start a family. They have a heritage here even though they might come originally from a different country. So I am an immigration advocate or an immigration proponent, but that's not what these folks in California are. They advocate for lawlessness. So that's the misleading factor that gets perpetrated in the media and across all these news outlets is that somehow the the people in California who don't want to abide by federal immigration laws, they're somehow these... These immigration advocates, they're, they're heroes fighting for the everyday immigrant. No, they're actually fighting against the everyday immigrant. Here's why. The illegal immigrants who cross our borders illegally and stay here, they're putting the legal immigrants on the back of the bus. They're the Rosa Parks. The people in California, the Oakland mayor, they're creating another Rosa Park. They're creating millions of Rosa Parks. They're sending them back into the back of the immigration bus. They're sending them to the back of the immigration bus. So we have millions of legal immigrants who are waiting to come into the United States. But because of leftist 
communist, socialist, Marxist liberals, they're putting the legal people who are trying to abide by United States laws at the back of the bus when it comes to immigration. And it's totally not fair. And it's time that the American people take back this debate and narrative. Lawlessness is not compassionate. Lawlessness is not compassionate. And to prove that, California is a mess. They might have a lot of wealth there, but they're in a lot of debt, and they are a mess. This is a headline from, and I, it's, it's really not funny, but I'm being cynical in my laughter because the liberals over there are just living under their own nightmare that they created. They think their liberal ideology is some great, it's going to be lead to some great utopia where everything's great, everyone's happy, everyone's rich, everyone has all they need, but that those policies don't work. Those policies don't work. Look at Europe. Look at Venezuela. These countries are falling apart, literally falling apart because of their liberal laws. But this is the L.A. Times headline. Los Angelesness. That's not a word. Los Angeles's homelessness crisis is a national disgrace. Los Angeles homeless crisis is a national disgrace. The article goes into great length about the homelessness in Los Angeles and other cities in California. But specifically, this is from the article, quote, there are now more than 57,000 people who lack a fixed, regular, or adequate place to sleep on any given night in Los Angeles County. Not 5,700, not 570, 57,000 people who sleep on the streets in Los Angeles County. That is a disgrace, and that's honestly sad for the 57,000 who are sleeping on the streets. No one wants these folks sleeping on the streets. No good-hearted American wants these people sleeping on the streets. But the policies of Los Angeles and California have led to this, have led to this. Now, the 57,000 people, I'm sure some of them bear personal responsibility for the situations they're in, but California has created this environment. What is the environment, you ask me? The environment is, hey, you don't have to work. We'll take care of you. You don't have to work. Just hang out here. We'll send you a check, provide food for you. You don't have to work. Another reason that I'm sure some of these 57,000 people are on the streets of Los Angeles is because jobs have fled. Companies have fled California because of their high taxes. Thus, some of these folks, I would assume, cannot find a job or at least have trouble finding a good paying job. So that's that's uh, that's the leftist mantra, the leftist utopia of California is lawlessness is not compassionate. It leads to homelessness, drugs, and crime. Millions of legal immigrants, as I mentioned, are waiting while illegal immigrants cut line. Washington and the mainstream media have bought into this lie. And I will move on to some people who are uh, victims of illegal immigration. You won't hear this very often. These are victims of illegal immigration. And as an example, I got this from the Federal Association of uh, Immigration 
Um, fair, fair is the is the terminology for this organization. I will post this on the Exposing Washington podcast page. But uh, fair is a is a advocacy group for legal immigration. They're for legal immigration and cutting down on illegal immigration. And this organization has a list of several people who have died at the hands of illegal immigrants. The first one is Ronald Da Silva was standing. This is the story. Ronald Da Silva was standing with a friend in his driveway when he was shot and killed by an illegal immigrant who had been previously deported. The illegal immigrant was sentenced to 21 years in prison, but will be released in 22. I'm sorry, will be released in 2020. Will be released in 2020. Um, Ronald Da Silva's Da Silva's mother, Agnes Gibney, has made a powerful statement. "Quote: The guy that killed my son has a has a determinate sentence in prison, but I have a lifetime sentence of grief and pain." Since the tragedy occurred, Agnes has been on the front line of pushing for immigration reform. Agnes is the victim's mother, the one who's passed away. His mother is still fighting for his legacy and the legacy of other Americans. One more story here, and I'll post all these on our podcast page. Sarah Root. Sarah Root's story, here it is. 21 years old from Omaha, Nebraska, was killed on January 31st, 2016. Folks, this is not people, you know, not getting to go first in line at the grocery store because of an illegal immigrant. These are people who've lost their lives, lost their lives to illegal immigration. Her SUV, this young lady, 21 years old in 2016, her SUV was rear-ended by Eswin Mejia, an an illegal immigrant from Honduras who was street racing. Sarah had just graduated from Bellevue University with a 4.0 GPA the day before she was murdered, or the day before she was killed by the illegal immigrant. So the, the, the list goes on of, of families affected by illegal immigration, not positively, negatively. Um, but the Democrats, nonetheless, and some Republicans in Washington are for open borders. They are for open borders. My question is, when is there going to be a sanctuary city or state for unborn children? You know, you got Chicago, Illinois, New York, California all saying, well, you know, illegal immigrants, come here. We'll take care of you. We'll protect you from the law. But when is there going to be a state that comes along and says, you know what? We're going to be a a sanctuary state or a sanctuary city for unborn children. That would be great. And they would have more legal standing than these sanctuary cities for illegal immigrants. Because Roe versus Wade is simply a court opinion. It's not federal law. So I would welcome a state, maybe Mississippi, who knows, to be a sanctuary state for the unborn. Let's stop the baby killing. Let's stop the baby killing. And uh, I want to end on this. It is compassionate to have secure borders and to enforce our laws. Find out more about the show, listen to this show uh, any, any weekend at AFR.net on the podcast page. We will see you next week.